Hey, it's Monday, August 1st, 2022. Elon Musk is nudging the president into action on cannabis. South Park's going to be starting a real Tegrity Farms cannabis company. And possibly the world's biggest Ponzi scheme is in cannabis. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. President Biden says he's working on cannabis reform, but we're still waiting to see action. Meanwhile, the White House announced that they're willing to negotiate with Russia over the exchange of political prisoners, namely basketball star Brittany Griner, who's jailed for cannabis possession, and former Marine Paul Whelan, who's jailed for allegedly trumped-up charges of spying. They would potentially be exchanged for a Russian arms dealer nicknamed the Merchant of Death, Victor Bout. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, acknowledged last Wednesday that the U.S. did make a substantial proposal to get the pair released. And in response to this announcement, Elon Musk tweeted over the weekend about the situation, saying, Maybe free some people in jail for weed here, too. He wrote that along with a meme of a person looking annoyed with the caption, People in the U.S. in jail for weed while the government trades a Russian war criminal to free a woman's basketball player in jail for weed. The irony's definitely there. There are countless numbers of Americans in U.S. jails right now who are there for nonviolent cannabis crimes that are now legalized in many states. While it is important to get Griner out of a Russian jail for this issue, it is also just as important to get the thousands of people in American jails out for so-called similar crimes here. Families of non-famous people are frustrated that their cases are not being given the same priority as Griner, and Elon Musk used his fame to tweet and point this out. As of this morning, that tweet had close to 350,000 likes on Twitter. The creators of the show South Park, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, have covered a lot of subjects on their animated show over its history. One show in their 22nd season covered the subject of cannabis, when a character moved to a cannabis farm, and that farm's name was Tegrity. The name's become very popular with cannabis fans, enough so that it was even used in Colorado's cannabis license plate auction earlier this year. The state had auctioned off the rights to different cannabis-themed license plates in the state, amongst other names such as Blunt, THC, Dope, Cannabis, 420, Toker, Weed, and more, but also included in this was Tegrity in that group. Recently, Stone and Parker signed one of the largest entertainment deals for $900 million over the next six years with Viacom CBS. The contract will have them make new episodes of South Park for Viacom's Comedy Central Network and create several spin-off movies for the company's Paramount Plus streaming service. Matt Stone spoke with Bloomberg about the deal and about their plans in addition to the shows and movies. He said, We have a South Park 3D video game, release dates unknown, we're doing deep fakes. We have a studio with a dozen people who are deep fake artists. We're working on a little more of this deep fake movie that we're trying to piece together. We have a horror movie, a musical. And then he also added, I think we're really for the first time going to bring Tegrity Weed into real life. That's one company guaranteed to be a hit with consumers for the novelty alone. But with that kind of funding, they should be able to make some high quality weed that will appeal to connoisseurs as well as fans of the show. No word on when or how they'll start this business yet, but we'll be looking forward to seeing that happen. 
Have you ever heard of Juicy Fields? It was a firm that was to connect online investors from around the world with cannabis farms so that everyone could partake in investing in the exciting new field. But now there's a lot of trouble brewing, and some have reported that it's looking more like it may actually be one of the biggest Ponzi schemes ever. Juicy Fields began online in 2020, and it was originally based in Germany, although they moved to the Netherlands earlier this year. They described themselves as a cannabis crowd-growing platform and made it possible for investors from all around the world, who they would call e-growers, to be a part of the burgeoning new industry. Investors could take part with as little as $50 and up to as much as $185,000. They encouraged people to invest their savings with them with the insinuation that they'd be getting rich off the new industry. And they estimated returns of well over 100% on investments within a year. There have been many, many people who've reported investing up to their life savings with Juicy Fields on these promises of high returns. As of the last count, there were up to 500,000 investors. And Spanish law firm Martinez Bianco estimated that there might be more than $5.1 billion invested with Juicy Fields. And for a while, it seemed to work. Investors could watch their cannabis investments grow online, and some elated customers reported receiving huge payouts. But now, there are serious signs of trouble with Juicy Fields. Earlier this year, a Spanish financial regulator issued a warning about them. Then in March of this year, a German regulator, Baffin, was the first to point out inconsistencies with the company. And a few months later, in June, they banned Juicy Fields from selling any more cannabis investments on its platform in Germany, which Juicy Fields did not comply with. As of July 11th, investors with the group reported that they've been completely unable to access their accounts. And also right around the same time, employees of Juicy Fields announced a strike due to unpaid salaries. And adding more alarm to the situation, Juicy Fields' corporate representatives have now become completely unreachable. Their YouTube contents disappeared, and the company's social media is all now no longer accessible. In hindsight, it does seem that some of the elements of being a Ponzi scheme are there. Participants were promised amazing returns. They were encouraged to sign up other investors by being offered bonuses. The initial returns showed incredible results, and then they all just disappeared and took the money with them. Alan Glantz is the former CEO of Juicy Fields, who resigned in January. He claims to have no responsibility for the alleged scam and says he's in the same situation as the others affected and that he's in shock about everything that's happened. Gantz says that the real people responsible for what happened are Paul Berglotz, Alex Weimer, and Vasily Kandinsky. That matches with information in leaked documents from subsidiaries of Juicy Fields, which says that the three men hold Russian passports and did have effective control of the company. The Spanish publication, El Pais Financiero, also found that these three men were behind Juicy Fields. Gantz said, I've only met them five times. They hired me and that's it. Gantz hasn't disappeared himself. He's spoken personally with some affected investors, with multiple communities of victims, and with the press. Currently, Berlin, Germany's public prosecutor office is investigating the company and its managing director. According to website FinanzTest, the German Federal Financial Supervising Authority, or BaFin, has so far set a penalty payment of 1 million euros against them. Certainly more to come. This will be a story to continue watching. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.